Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to First Impressions with Woody Allen. I'm Ryan. I'm Ryan. And this is First Impressions with Woody Allen. How you doing, everyone? This is Andrew, not Ryan. This is Ryan. That's Ryan right there. You're Hello. <laughs> Glad we got that figured out. Mm-hmm. So, Ryan... We just got out of class again. Yes. Another week. Yep. Another Woody Allen movie. Hooray. And what were we watching this time? This time we were watching Radio Days. Yeah, 1986 Radio Days. And mm-hmm. uh, let me ask you a personal question. Do you listen to the radio? Almost never. Almost never? Yeah. That's, that's Unfortunately. That's sad to me. Why? What are you listening to? I listen to Spotify. Oh, okay. I listen to podcasts. Does that count? I feel like that does. Yeah, that's kind of like the new radio. That's today's radio. I listen to a lot of podcasts. So is that right? Yeah, that, ca- that I would say that counts. Okay, all right. So then I retract my previous statement. This is like I do. This is like a form of radio, I guess. Yeah, and where yeah. it's gone. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of the stuff it was showing in the film reminded me of podcasts, like the shows and the talks and stuff like that. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It reminded me of 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 comedy spoofs. Mm-hmm. That that are making fun of those shows. Yeah, uh, funny enough. So it it was kind of nice to see that uh, in the show. Mm-hmm. Just to fill everyone in, uh, Radio Days is a period piece um, revisiting the uh, period in in American culture when radio was in its heyday mm-hmm. and played a much larger role. I would say uh, in the home, in yep. the American home. Just as a main form of entertainment. Entertainment, um, news, mm-hmm. story, so music. music, of course. And so there was a lot of that in what we saw today. And um, it really didn't have that much, it, it, like this uh, underlying through line or anything no. like that. It was just mainly a sort of uh, an homage, I guess you could say of that period in American culture where mm-hmm. um, your your news was brought to you uh, over over the dial mm-hmm. instead of on TV. Over the dial. Yeah. You like that? I like that. Yeah, I thought that was pretty crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that was a real laugh, too. I didn't think it was fake at all. Oh, what? Mine? Yeah. No, that was a genuine laugh. Yeah. Dude, the, the, <laughs> that's what I said. I, you calling me a, a liar? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so... So, uh, what was your impression? Uh, have you have you sort of studied that area of history, or did, um, were you reminded in any ways of anything? Only really in cinema, I guess. You know, I've taken media classes, and so they touch upon radio and its significance. So, mm-hmm. I guess on a little bit more than a basic knowledge, but not very much. Um, and I'd never heard of Radio Days. Like most of these Woody Allen films, I have not seen them or heard of them because right. I think they kind of fall into obscurity. Yeah, that's a that's a theme in the movie too. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I really, I really liked this one. I thought it was nostalgic, even though I never lived in that time or even my parents never even lived in that time. So, right. um, but I had this, it kind of made me feel nostalgic for that time anyway. And I thought that was kind of cool. I yeah. Guess. It made you want to kind of yeah, revisit those, yeah. those days. I longed for that family and that, that sort of lifestyle for right. a brief moment. Yeah, because you see everyone sort of, and there's that culture clash of this new technology mm-hmm. and kids not going outside. 
Yeah. Um, which has just been going back since like Aristotle's time, but yeah. just in a different, uh, d- different medium, different yeah. way, shape, or form. It's always been a problem. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's it's true. It's like it, it can be viewed as as a problem, but mm-hmm. then um, I, for one. I never lived through that time. Um, I talked a little bit about uh, with my granddad this past summer and just sort of like reliving his life. And a lot of those moments I feel like he actually lived through. Yeah. Um, He could relate to that. So, yeah, it's like it's a movie for I guess it would be it would be a movie for an older audience. Probably that like lived through it. Yeah. But at the same time, like you're saying, you you get caught up in that world and Mm -hmm. you kind of want to revisit that time of life. Yeah, I thought Um, that that was a very charming aspect of the movie. Right. I thought it had a lot of charm. Yeah, it did have a lot of charm because there was those those scenes where you would see family together Mm -hmm. where they're singing and dancing yeah and uh it touched it touched like everybody in their own way um and yeah and it it had like had a lot of heart it did <laughs> had a lot of heart this one it did and it's funny because this movie didn't really have like you said a really through line or even a proper story no yeah. real three-act structure no real overall point or establishment or even resolve it was just kind of a clip show of these times that Woody Allen is recalling but whether they're true or not I don't know yeah and it wasn't always about the radio either like you had you had scenes where it was just two women talking sure and that was the whole scene and they were talking about like I'm thinking of when um I think it's Tessa the mother um is talking to Aunt B Mm -hmm. um and they're just talking about like oh I got stuck with this man yeah, you know, like he, I wasn't his first pick. He wasn't mine, but this is what we're dealing with. And just yeah. talking about love. and, and uh, But the radio always played like a backdrop to these scenes, you know, right. sort of set the soundtrack for yeah for these moments in life. No matter where they were, it was always there in some fashion or another. Yeah, yeah. And that scene when uh, the same character, Aunt, Aunt B, is, is, she's like brought a suitor home. And um, he hears a song and he just can't help but like burst into tears. Because oh, yeah. it's just uh, it just reminds him too much of a of a past lover, mm-hmm. and and you, um, yeah, it's like you're there with them in yeah. that scene, but like you said, there's that backdrop of the radio. So I guess yeah. it isn't always devoid of um, that uh, that I guess that theme of like the theme of the radio. Yeah, <laughs> you know? no, you're right. Yeah, it's in the title of the movie. Yeah, I mean, exactly. It's like. Um, talking about a time and talks about real problems and real stories and or very realistic stories people things that people can relate to but um, and the radio is never the main subject of it but it like I said it sort of plays uh, the soundtrack of those times and of those memories and it's like he kind of talks about hearing those songs and hearing those radio stations again nowadays is what rekindles those memories and so mm-hmm. um, it played obviously a very important role in his life growing up because because it helps him to remember those times yeah yeah and even though it wasn't the center of attention of those memories it was it still kind of strikes your memory right and I'm sure you have those songs too oh like that's, sure that's not just like a, a period thing I think that's what makes the movie somewhat timeless mm-hmm. I think that's what makes it nostalgic even for us who have never experienced that exact lifestyle or yeah. that exact culture, you know, the culture of the late 30s and 40s. Um, but it's because 
music still plays such an important role in mm-hmm. everybody's life. I don't know anybody who doesn't like music. <laughs> and you think of those songs, you know, when you were young that you'd hear like either on the radio. I mean, I have memories of hearing songs on the radio, you know, driving with my dad and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's something that everybody can relate to always. Yeah. Yeah. And there's something timeless about that for sure. Yeah. And, uh, and he definitely was kind of hammering home the, the, the beauty of what, uh, radio is and can be mm-hmm. and I think that's true today because like you were saying um, don't have the radio on too much no. um, and we were talking about podcasts which are like the new radio essentially yeah, yeah. 21st century radio and uh, this past these past couple of years I've been listening to like NPR and uh, KCRW which is a, a local LA based uh, radio station uh-huh. it's affiliate of NPR oh. but um I just have that on in my car all the time. Yeah. And um, huh. I think that's another thing about living in L.A. Uh, you're just in the car constantly. So yes. Yeah, that really, is so true. There's really no – I think I think for us, for, for people living in Los Angeles or California, I guess you could say, mm-hmm. um, are just – I feel like we have a different um, – we have a different perspective about radio because I, I feel like we're around it more. And I, I can't really yeah. say for sure because I've never lived outside of California for, um, bless you. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying so hard not to cough. <coughs> we'll be back right after Ryan stops coughing. I am so sorry, everybody. And we're back. Are you sure you don't have one more, Ryan? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I might be good to continue. I am so sorry. You want some water? Continue. Oh, you can't drink in here, actually. That's oh, really? Rule. Yeah. So you're going to have to keep coughing. I think I'll be okay. Okay. All right. If we'll you have to edit that out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm so it's, sorry I interrupted it's, you. It's staying in. Um, oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> the hardest transition organically. Well, speaking of yeah. coughs, no. Uh, <laughs> I, I, uh, I just – I think that we – like I said, I haven't lived out of California for extensive periods of time. Uh-huh. So I, I really don't know, but um, – I would say that, like, people in California, since you're in the car so much, you have this greater, um, I guess, maybe it's more our generation, too, because music's all around us. But but we have this, like, uh, kinship with, with our radio, our car radios, because mm-hmm. um, we're just around it so often. So I think, like, I myself has have grown to, like, become a bigger music fan or a bigger radio fan just yeah. uh based off where I live and, and um, how often I'm in the car. So um, I think that's cool how that um, it's it's come out of our homes. Um, I still have, um, I'll still have like a radio I'll play in my sure. house, um, in my apartment, but uh, I listen. I think to, you are one of the few who, who are like that. I, yeah, I could be, yeah, I definitely could be the minority because um, I don't, I don't really run into that situation when I go when I go over to um, some of my friends' parents' homes. Mm-hmm. Um, they have that, and then they're just you know playing it through the internet. Um, yeah, that but, would be the only way I would be able to get it at my home. Mm-hmm. So it's it's just like a it's it's like a different scenario these days. It's moved out of the home and into the car. I think one of the biggest differences too, and this is an interesting topic, is it's become more of a solo experience. I feel like. Mm-hmm. You know, like all these, um, I mean, what makes this movie, I think, so charming is that all of this is this shared experience. It's like he has such a big family. 
you know, um, and a lot of friends. And mm-hmm. it's just him growing up in this, you know, tiny house with a lot of people. But they're all listening to the radio at the same time. Mm-hmm. Whether or not they're doing other things or talking about other things that's on in the background or they right. are listening. Like they, there was that news program, you know, with the, the girl who fell down the well. And yeah. they all gathered around and things like that. And I think overall that sort of um, style is somewhat no longer around. Everyone's got their headphones in or they are listening to it in the car, you know, when they're just driving to work by themselves mm-hmm. or um, whatever the case may be. I feel like, and I could be wrong, but I, 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 I remember hearing stories of, you know, when a new album would come out, you'd put it on the record player and everyone would gather around and listen to the new album. Right. I don't know if that's so much the case anymore. Or if it is, it's very rare and it's... Uh, mm-hmm. You know, people don't really know what to do with themselves in those situations. Yeah, I mean, and everyone's got their headphones and they're listening to music very solo. I'm not saying people don't listen to albums anymore, but mm-hmm. it is. I feel like kind of a solo experience. Yeah, it's an individual activity. Mm-hmm. And I think looking back on it now, I I find that I'm sure there are instances in the beginning up top of the movie where they were listening together, but it felt like in my mind's eye the story progressed how like people were listening to the radio Mm -hmm. like like kind of individually where they had their particular show yeah Uh, like i said you had this the the, one of the ants dancing everyone had their favorite they had their favorite tune or the program like there's that scene when they're in the kitchen and the uncle is listening to the sports show yeah and everybody's there but it's it's like pretty evident that he's the only one that's really sure getting something out of that uh that program so so you see um but as the movie progresses, like you mentioned, which to me felt like the climax of the movie was when, um, or even before that, uh, mm-hmm. when when the war broke out, mm-hmm. um, you you saw people listening, just sitting in their living rooms, yeah. listening to the broadcast, going back and forth between the uh, European and Pacific theaters of the war. And, um, and then eventually you get to that climax where this little girl has fallen in the well. Yeah, and that completely stops all the action in the scene. Yeah, now yeah. I mean it was pretty crazy in their house up until that. Right. Dad was chasing the son. The sisters were yelling at each other, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, yeah. And, then and all that, of a sudden that radio comes in, and everybody goes silent. Everyone goes radio silent. <laughs> I couldn't help myself. You had to. And so you had these people that, um, like we were talking about before, that got together around and in that moment, just kind of put aside yeah everything in their lives and and just became wrapped in the story and um i guess I, I i would say we have that now but it's it's moved towards television that's what um, i would i would I, agree i was I, just gonna say i that. have memories of um when the boston bombing was going uh-huh. on in um in boston yeah um and i was over at a friend's house and we were watching it all in full it happened at a or it happened while i was at a friend's house uh-huh. and it just took over all the broadcast yeah yeah and then through the course of that evening um, the people were, um, I think they were killed on the spot. I can't remember actually. Um, but I, I we, we saw the action unfold like live sure. there and that's only happened like a handful of times or yeah, at least I can remember. I, I can't, the one that comes directly to mind for me is nine 11. I'm sure there was something right. in between then and now, but that is, and I, I was super young, so right. I don't know if I fully grasped the severity of it at the time, but yeah. I do remember waking up and gathering around the TV and my school mom was, was watching. Yeah. We still went to school, I remember, but I remember that morning, like, we were on pause, you know, and then we were talking about it at school. and Yeah. yeah. yeah I remember yeah, watching it on TV and 
Yeah, I remember seeing those visuals, like those yeah. those images of the of the towers just mm-hmm. in flames. And uh, um, like I said, I didn't I didn't fully grasp it. Yeah. Um, you know, I didn't know what Iraq was or mm-hmm. what a terrorist is. Yeah, you know? yeah. But I, I, uh, yeah, I do remember just sitting in my parents' bed and watching it on screen. And um, I think that's that's become the primary medium where I moments like that happen where yeah. we can see we can see uh, it on television but i don't want it to sound this to sound too uh too dismal <laughs> because uh-huh. i i think i think there's a lot of times where like we mentioned we touched upon that podcasts are this new radio and it's essentially the same format you have people talking into microphones yep. Uh, there's sponsors that'll play if you, if you get big enough. Sure. Maybe we'll have a sponsor one day. We dream of that we day. We dream of someone out there listening, anybody. <laughs> um, uh, we can make up a sponsor. Woody Allen himself. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's going to be in here next week, folks. <laughs> for his next movie. Yeah. Yeah. Please, uh, stay tuned for that. Um, but it's the same format and the same kind of um, objective. Obviously, you can, yeah. you can be uncensored and... You know, mm-hmm. you can say F words and, and, yeah, and yeah. A words and, and all the other kinds of words. Ooh, A words. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, maybe. Mm-hmm. maybe if you're lucky, maybe one one will slip. <laughs> um, who knows? It could be a turn into a to a, a racy podcast. Um, Never. N- <laughs> not not on your watch. We have um, young listeners. I know it. Yeah, somewhere out there we have. I we have one, maybe listener. one or two of the five, yeah. <laughs> who oh, are like, who are younger than us, 15, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, but it it it's like become this new um, exciting thing. Like, I mean, we're making sure. one right now. Yeah. And um, it's it's become a thing that anyone can do. Like I said, the format's pretty easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't need a lot. And no? since we have you know, personal computers and, and editing software, we can make it happen. Yeah. And um, how funny that is, because I feel like the um, the movie also touched upon the glamour of being a radio star. You know, there's the character who that's all that she wanted. She said true. that um, no matter what it was, she just wanted to be able to be on the radio, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's funny, you, like, just being in the age that we live in now or the time that we live in now, you it's hard to fathom that. Like you can still fathom the allure of being a movie star or being a television star, but radio star. Yeah, and it was this <laughs> weird. Um, I kind of, I kind of noticed in my head. I was thinking how funny because you had all these silent movie stars that mm-hmm. when sound uh, took place, and it just happened overnight. Like within a yeah. year, there were there were no silent movies being made, mm-hmm. and everyone was just like full fledged sound, and. Part of me wonders if uh, those voices found a new career in radio. I, I I know that that is a fact. Yeah, they did. Is that um, right? A lot of like the vaudeville actors and uh, those people. Well, a lot of them came from radio originally and then joined uh, silent films. They, oh, is that right? Yeah, it went from radio to then silent films. Hmm. Um, but you hear either about the actors who they they either adapted to talking pictures or or they died mm-hmm. all yeah. singing in the rain style or something <laughs> right so so you you had this like like one medium sort of falling out and then you had this this uh this new heyday of another uh-huh. um and i would say it's probably it probably peaked around world war ii honestly like when I we were seeing so. when right we were before s- tv 
Yeah, because like they had that technology for TV, but you mm-hmm. know the Nazis and uh, like you had some some the bigger, Nazis and all that with the Nazis and all uh, you can can get cracking on television, but <laughs> um, that would come later. But yeah, like like we were talking about before. There was this yearning to be a radio star, but then when TV and uh, you've already had movies ingrained in the conscious for oh, like, yeah. like, a, like a couple generations at a point in America. And so there was that glamour too, but you had um, all of a sudden this new TV medium, uh, television, and I feel like radio probably, I mean, you still had uh, like Jack Benny mm-hmm. and people doing, like they, they talked about the Avenger a little bit. Yeah. Um, or the Lone Ranger, I mean, uh, the Masked Avenger, I feel Something like it's like a that. real show, but I don't, I don't know. know. I feel sure. like, I think it, it sounded to me like it was making callbacks to, um, to actual the Lone Ranger. Right. Um, but I don't know if it was a real show. I don't know. But isn't that kind of funny that we're talking about it now when uh, like there was that moment in the film where uh, it's like oh, New yeah. Year's Eve and, and the characters are on a rooftop, a lot of them uh, being radio in the radio business, mm-hmm. and they're just reflecting on um, what's going on. Oh, I was just trying to get a time code up. Oh, is Ignore that right? Me. Just so we can know. Try to see how long we're talking. What are we at right now? Looks like 21 minutes. Okay. All right. We're, we're, Sorry. We're moving along. Finish what you were saying. It's like it's more like 19 after we deduct the coughing. That's true. There. <laughs> <laughs> Full minute of coughing from, that's what it from felt, yours truly. That's what it felt like for me, at least. I was just, <laughs> oh, oh. No, no, I'm good. Oh, no. <laughs> Is it, I'm fine. Like I said, we can't bring water in here, so you're just going to have to I'm suffer through it. Okay. I'm, I'm good. I can make it. If I hear one more cough out of you, I swear to God, oh, he's going to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> so so when you have those characters on the roof and they're just talking about how do you come back from that coughing um <laughs> they're they're just sort of waxing poetics on yeah how and if i'm fully aware of the meaning of that phrase they're just sort of um wondering where they will be and whether they'll be remembered they'll be remembered or the show will be played and you know i i think that kind of gives them some proof with me not knowing if Masked Avengers is a real show because it was so much a part of Woody Allen's youth yeah um, that 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 time in history I think that's somewhat maybe the point of the film and I think that's again where Woody Allen's because in other ways the movie kind of lacked it if you ask me so this is that moment of self-reflexivity that you know, all of his movies have was right there because I feel like um, the point of the movie was maybe somewhat of him saying yeah, we do. I do remember you. We do remember. Like this, is, and this movie is sort of a way to say that, immortalize you know? them in a way. Exactly. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Because you're you're introducing, like we talked about how um, God, I can't remember the name of the the like silent movie star who was hanging out the window, like hanging on the clock. Um, oh, I'm um, not gonna be able to remember his name. It's like ooh, we're bad film students. Henry so. something. But that's the thing. It's like I don't think we're bad film students if those people were acting like when, before our I feel our like a bad film student were 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 born. So yeah. um, it's but he's like, a big one. Yeah, I mean he is a big one, um, but he was kind of uh, he was kind of called back to in Sleeper in another way. Oh yeah. Film. Oh man. And so he was doing that subliminally, but uh, I feel like this sh- Harold the, Lloyd. Harold Lloyd. Okay. 
Oh, did you just do you just remember that out of nowhere, or do you have a a, a computer in your pocket? No, I just remembered that all of a sudden. Oh, okay. Oh, right. What are you talking about? I'm looking at a. Uh, You're looking at not my eyes right now. <laughs> I'm looking at which Instagram, is, which is where they should be. <laughs> Don't go to Instagram. I'm kidding. Resist. Um, and so, yeah, you have in in a, in a much expliciter way, uh, you have uh, you have like these people being remembered yeah. and and sort of uh, you know burned onto celluloid. So I feel like this is a movie that I found myself just while I was watching it, like I could I could watch it on like a it's like a matinee and it's a rainy day. Yeah. And you're yeah, just at this just, old it's art kind of movie easy. house. Like it's not the most I think it was actually one of Woody Allen's easiest films. <laughs> just to consume in yeah. terms of consumption. Yeah, there wasn't so much that you you weren't like it didn't call out. you so much to really uh, have an opinion on anything or really right. ask you to think about much, I guess. No, yeah, and it wasn't – the storyline wasn't – I mean, it was kind of all over the place, but it still had that um, – I guess it does have a three-line of the of the radio yeah. and um, of of what it did for everybody. Yeah. And um, and just – and just like it's 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 just like a cozy film, you know. It is, yeah. Kind of reminded me of Rear Window that yeah. you would just you would just kind of like watch, and uh, it's like a mood. Like you just you mm-hmm. wa- you watch it when you're in a mood, um, yeah. And it's it's not one of his. I feel like um, genre pushing films nope. or, or you know, it's not as I don't think it's his most anything. It's not as yeah. funniest necessarily. It's no, not his most intellectual. Not. It's not yeah. It's not his most genre pushing. It's, yeah, it's not his most like. But in one way, that's I guess. what makes it really good. I feel like yeah, because it's still very good and it's still very unique. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's still very, it's it's like of its time. Yeah. And it's and yeah, it's it is. like uh, and it's of a time. <laughs> so it's it's kind of cool that he was able to to bring this this era this the importance of that medium back into the conversation uh-huh. at this point this was like late 70s almost this is like 87 when the movie came out yes so um you know at that point it was like 50 years removed from 50 45 years of, of when these like broadcasts would really be happening sure so, so it's it kind of makes me wonder what i will be um you know looking back on as a filmmaker yeah, like am i going to be about. am i going to be remembering um Pixar or something like yeah, when, I'm trying when, to think about it. Computer generated movies were were actually. I'm afraid it's going to be going to the movies for us. Yeah, no, like I don't think you're that. You're not that. God, yeah, that'll be. A I movie. hate the idea of that. But that'll be a movie when we're making a movie about remembering like what like, it was like to go to, to go the to the movies. movies. Yeah, yeah, and that's not even meta. Like that's going to be like an actual thing. You know, uh, uh, that's what I'm afraid of. Because I love going to the movies. I love like the shared experience of going to the movies, and I, I do love too. Um, just all of that. Yeah, yeah, and it's it, it kind of goes back to like what the the power of that art form. That I that, agree. Yeah, that cinema has for mm-hmm. sure, um, but also what radio had. And um, you yeah, know. I think that's what's so powerful about these entertainment media's mediums, whether it's TV or if it's film or if it's radio. Is a lot of times they're enjoyed best with others with others think, right? yeah yeah and i think that speaks to when you're consuming it and also how it's made you know uh, a lot of people go into making these different forms of art it's not so solo 
Yeah. I think that's what makes them so powerful. And I'm not like, breaking ground on anything here, but mm-hmm. but TV, I'm not realizing, is essentially just an extension of radio because mm-hmm. it is like yeah, it you're is the in the radio. home. It never w- was screened in a theater. Mm-mm. Like there's only been a couple of times where I've seen a television show like on a screen in a movie theater. Yeah, that's... Um, so it's like it's almost its whole life is going to be in in your living room and um it it was like made i feel like at least like going back to that time in history it was made essentially to to like it's like a it's like a visual radio (laughs) because like you have the radio in your home already you don't have to go out to some like like show some vaudeville show you can have it in your uh in your living room yeah and that was the whole reason why why television was appealing in the first place absolutely you don't have to go out and like um you know find a babysitter for the kids or or Mm -hmm. at that point it was like a you know it was a it was an occasion to like dress up to go to the movies. Yeah, um, and so I think that still remained for a short spell mm-hmm. as television was finding its footing because they right. were so different. Because you're right, it was like comparing like a movie to a radio show. You know what I mean? Like the radio show is, um, you know, a movie. Like I guess you can equate it to going to a Broadway show today. Like going to a Broadway show is somewhat of an evening. Yeah, you know? no, it is. It is something you still get like dolled up for a little bit. Yeah, you you know maybe you go out to dinner beforehand and then you go see a show that night. You know, um, which is what movies were exactly, and yeah. in comparison to radio or uh-huh. television, exactly. which is much more like homey. Yeah, and yeah. Um, it's like a different vibe, and uh, and I think like the line is a little blurred now. Yeah, yeah, it is, and I think uh, like my brother uh, first told me that I think it was Spielberg who said. Excuse me. Uh, it was Spielberg that that says that that movies are gonna go back to that that way where um, I hope so. Only like the uber uber rich are gonna be able to afford, or it's gonna be like. Well, I don't hope like, that, but yeah, right. <laughs> no, I, I mean, hope the occasion comes back. I meant like uh, in how you go to like that Broadway show, or you go yeah. to the opera, and you're paying like eighty dollars for a ticket, like for like I, good seats. That's what Spielberg is is thinking that the movie industry is gonna turn into. I mean, it sort of makes sense because I feel like the market's forcing it to be that way. Yeah. Um, because that's both the only way that they'd be able to make money and. Because seeing a movie has become such a casual experience, um, and it's and it's so easy to watch a movie not at a theater nowadays. Of course, that you do have to make it. Yeah, you have to make it for the make theater. it worthwhile. Where I feel make like it worth somebody leaving the comfort of their own home and yeah, and the cheapness of their own home. You know? So that's kind of cool, I guess. Like in the way that we're we're making movies, you and me, mm-hmm. with the aim that you have to get someone's butt out of their seat at that, home. I mean, that's Gotta funny. The that's car. the funniest thing about film school is like, that's what they teach you the most is like, not necessarily how to make a movie, but how to make it to get someone to pay money to right? come see your movie. Yeah. How can we get people to come see them? Cause that is such the, uh, the concern nowadays. Yeah. That's re- I mean, it's, it's a real problem. It is just how do we get people to even come see it in the theater? Yeah. And I talk to people on a daily basis who are just like, yeah, like I'll let it go to you know Redbox. Yeah, I'll or, wait. I'll wait know, I'll wait it. for it. And like, to me, it um, and I know that I'm unique in this way, or it's a rarity. I prefer to go to a movie theater. Right. Yeah, because um, you don't. You don't. It's a different kind of experience. For and me, it is. I yeah. think you have to sell that to the masses, which somehow is like, exactly is really hard because it's easy to sell to us, you know, film people. But right. how do you sell it to and, everybody else? And I feel like movies made in this country, at least 
for a long time kind of got a maybe not a cheap shot like a free pass but um you know before especially computers before streaming before cell phones i feel like there could have been a point in hollywood where people could kind of phone it in or make like you know i mean you still see it today like movies with scripts that you're like rolling your eyes at but um you see people having to uh or uh, like like scripts that were made that are that are subpar just because like they could get away with it you know uh, sure. They they had no other choice whether they'd watch it on TV and parts would be cut out or or mm-hmm. edited, or they would never see it because they didn't go to the movie theater to see yep. it. So now, like, like again, we're not breaking any ground, but it's like now that you have all these different outlets for it, like you really have to make a movie that will get someone to leave, not even the comfort of their home, but the comfort the comfort of their phone. Like yeah. they they can't like. I'd, it's so I'd, easy to turn off now. Yeah, I know people that watch all of Breaking Bad on their phone. And it's like, it kind of makes me sad. <laughs> I can't fathom that. It makes me really sad because that's such a, especially such a visual show. Like, it, it, yeah. like that was one of the first TV shows, really, that, like, kind of um, was like, no, nah, we're doing this like a movie, mm-hmm. but it's going to be episodic. And I don't know how you could watch that on something that you can, like, just fit in the palm of your hand I, I really don't I don't think I've ever watched a movie on my phone I couldn't let a, I mean maybe maybe a TV show maybe I can't think of a time when I did but I watch the Cubs highlights on my phone because they're gonna go that, away the next day but well, like that makes sense to me though yeah like the, the film is forever yeah. I don't know um so so what would you say overall is this a, is this oh a yeah walk? back to the movie <laughs> <laughs> That's right. This movie is about the radio. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, we could go. We could, but I, we could I jump think, around. Well, and I, but I think they what we're talking about is very much comparable. It's I guess we've adjusted the conversation to fit our time, but it's the mm-hmm. same conversation that you could have back then. Right. You know? How are people going to survive in radio yeah. when television um, and movies got like even more yeah. uh, creative, like in the seventies? Exactly. Um, so. I don't really know, and I'm I'm for I for one am happy that that we're in this golden age. I guess another golden. I mean, we're in the golden age of television for sure. But like, oh yeah, I feel like podcasts are getting more ground. Yep. Um, they're becoming more mainstream. Oh yeah. Um, and I listen to the radio every day, and I'm I'm really Good glad it's part of my life. Um, and it's a big part of my life. Mm-hmm. So it's I hope it, it continues to be. So yeah. Um, I for one was 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 happy. I feel like this is a movie that I don't necessarily want to watch again right away because no, I, I agree I want to I want it to like kind of grow I, I want to like come back to it because it is like one of those films where it's like you're longing for that time so it's not like something you want to watch every every yeah, night you don't want to lose that charm and that nostalgia right. and you want to kind of like I'm, I'm going to say it's I'm going to say it's like not a watch again but like with some room and some time to be able to watch again yeah that's my that's my two cents. I would definitely watch it again, but I agree. I think give it some time to sit. You know, it's one of those movies that maybe I'll forget about, and then I'll be thinking, oh, what should I watch? And all of a sudden remember and be like, oh, yeah, that's an easy movie to watch. You know, right. that's a good good one and, um, you know, kind of nostalgic and charming movie, like I've said a million times. Yeah, like I said, I, I think I'll I'll find it playing at the – the New Beverly or, or yeah. Cine Family like, or something on a, on a Tuesday afternoon and it's cloudy and I'm yeah, just yeah. like, oh, this is great. 
Cool. Yeah, I'll yeah. do that. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, if you like listening to us, uh, like, um, where can they find us? They can find us online at Facebook. Uh, no way. At First Impressions. I know, it's a thing. First Impressions of Woody Allen. Um, Sweet. I post our, um, our reviews. My reviews, I guess I should say, of the films as well. Um, uh, so different mediums. There's there's auditory and and, and written as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, if you want to find us, we're on SoundCloud. Uh, you just have to look up Andrew Dorward Podcasts, and that goes for iTunes as well. So if you're looking out for us, that's where we're at. And you can find all our episodes there. Uh, we're getting a cool. we're getting a few going. Yeah, four deep. This is episode four, right? Yeah. Very nice. <laughs> so thanks for listening to us. How and, did I get uh, here? <laughs> Where, am I? Where am I? I haven't stopped coughing for uh, for half an hour. Yeah. Um, but uh, thanks for listening, and this has been First Impressions, Woody Allen. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, everyone.